the spiritual musings of a brown girl is sponsored by Blue Lotus Hill Designs. Follow Blue Lotus Hill Designs on Facebook and Instagram. Tiny Studio is a new channel on YouTube that features the series Crochet and Chat, Vintage Coach Obsession, and Dreadlock Talk. Check out the new channel Simply Nails Tiny Studio today, only on YouTube. The Spiritual Musings of a Brown Girl is a production of Longfellow Entertainment. Welcome to this week's edition of the Spiritual Musings of a Brown Girl. I am so glad to be talking to you today. It is a wonderful Wednesday. How are you doing in your neck of the woods? I hope that you're having a successful and productive day. I hope that you are still using your planner and holding yourself accountable in every area of your life. Next week, we will be finishing up the series, The Importance of Accountability. And that final part is about being accountable in your relationships. We're going to discuss the planner and we're going to discuss how I'm doing. <laughs> what am I doing as far as holding myself accountable by writing daily about my goals and things that I want to accomplish for the day, for the week, and for the month. And I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. I've already written out some things that I want to um, walk into May with. And I am just excited about it. I hope that you are excited too, because we are holding ourselves well accountable in all areas of our life. But this episode today is not about holding ourselves accountable. Well, maybe sort of. You know and I know that Mother's Day is literally upon us, right? And I was thinking about something. And of course, the name of this show is The Spiritual Musings of a Brown Girl. And of course, I am that brown girl, Tracy. So what I was thinking about or musing about is my walk as a spiritual mom and the importance of walking as a spiritual mom and what does that look like for many people being a spiritual mom or the vision that one has of a spiritual mom is the mom who you know prays a lot constant and diligent vigilant in prayer, a mom who takes her children to church on a regular basis or to the temple or to the mosque or to the kingdom hall or whatever place of worship is prominent in that mom's life. Um, celebrating all of the Christian and Muslim and uh, Jewish and 
all of those holidays, being that mom, um, many feel or believe that that is the hallmark of being a spiritual mom, of being a, a, a God-fearing mom. But um, of course, I have a different concept of what it means to be a spiritual mom. And that's because I have a whole different idea of what spirituality is. And if you are um, a regular listener to this podcast, then you know I have different a different belief system when it comes to spirituality. First of all, I believe that we're all spiritual beings having a human existence. I believe that religion is just a tool that man has instituted or created that in many forms is a source of manipulation and uh, a way to control what people think and what they what they think, what they feel, what they believe and how they move in this life. And it usually comes in the form of dogma, religious dogma, or doctrine. And as I think and I consider the meaning of this Mother's Day, and I think about myself as a mom, I have four children, and I have mothered and nurtured maybe about six other children, seven other children who were in my care as wee ones. And hopefully some of the things that I talked to them about or taught them just through my love and affection and nurturing of them, hopefully they're able to carry some bits of that some parts of me in their lives and in their world today as adults uh, having and enjoying this uh, human existence here on this planet. But um, when I think about being a spiritual mom, I have to go back in my files, my files of being a spiritual mom as a Jehovah's Witness. Being a spiritual mom as a Jehovah's Witness is a very stressful thing. (laughs) It's very, very stressful. And what do I mean by that? I mean that as a Jehovah's Witness mom, it's a lot of weight on top of you. Okay? First of all, if you are married to a Jehovah's Witness husband, you are a Jehovah's Witness wife. Your husband is in good standing and he's trying to uh, move up in the organization. There are things that he has to do and there are things that you have to do to help him, to propel him to that level. Okay? That's one thing. The next thing is you have your children and your children has to be following the JW guidelines totally. Because if they don't, that'll knock your whole your whole roll of dominoes down. Okay? So it is very stressful 
to be a Jehovah Witness mother because you are doing so much. And for Jehovah's Witnesses to not celebrate Mother's Day, that's a crime. <laughs> that's a criminal. That's, that, that's criminal because Jehovah's Witnesses are the hardest working moms I have ever met. Okay. All right, because it's very, very detailed. And as a Jehovah's Witness mom, if you're trying to be a spiritual mom, there are things that you gotta do. First of all, you gotta study all of the Jehovah's Witness publications. You have to be up to date on it. Be up to date on all the doctrines, okay? You gotta be out in field ministry. Okay, you need to be out in field ministry trying to get you some Bible studies with people who are not Jehovah's Witnesses. And you need to be regular on that. Number three, you got to be talking to your kids. You need to be studying with your kids. If your husband isn't already studying with them, you need to be studying with them. You need to be helping them with your, they're giving their Bible talks and lectures at the Kingdom Hall. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of time. Okay? A lot of work, a lot of time. That you got to be giving up yourself. Number four. Um... You got to get those kids ready to go to the kingdom hall, to go to the meetings. When at the height of being a Jehovah's Witness, because, you know, things have changed now, but there used to be three meetings. So you would go to the meeting on Tuesday. You would go to a meeting on Thursday. You would go to a meeting on Sunday. Okay. And then on Saturday, you went again to a smaller meeting where you prepared to go out field search. But that's still a meeting just the same. So you have all these meetings that you go to. Did I, did I already say Sunday? Yes. And for these meetings, you got to study and prepare for them from the books and the magazines that Jehovah's Witnesses provide. So you got to set enough aside enough time to be able to study that and then study it with your kids because your kids, while they sit in their kingdom hall, if you want to be a good, respectable Jehovah's Witness family, your kids got to have their hands up in the air to answer a comment, right? To comment. So that takes time too. You got to get your kids dressed. You got to instill in your kids, I want you to sit here and I want you to be quiet for two hours, okay? All right, no, you can't go to the bathroom. Okay, if you go to the bathroom, you got to be back in five seconds. <laughs> then you have to get your kids ready to go to these assemblies and conventions, which is a lot of work because that means you got to go shopping. You got to get these clothes. Okay, you gotta be able to get the food. Okay, you gotta be able to uh, make sure your, your your daughter's hair is right. You gotta make sure your son gets his hair cut. You gotta make sure your husband goes to the barber and get himself together. You gotta make sure your husband has his suit ready. You gotta make sure you take it out the cleaners. You got so many things to do, and by the time you get to these conventions and assemblies, you are but tired and you are asleep in the chair and then somebody on that stage is going to tell you you need to wake your ass up <laughs> and then you do it all again so for Jehovah's Witnesses not to celebrate Mother's Day that's criminal <laughs> because being a, a Jehovah's Witness and you are mom that's a lot of damn work and all Jehovah Witness moms should be applauded for their effort. For real. That's why I can never understand why we don't celebrate Mother's Day. Okay, because basically the women, the moms, we're the backbone of this operation here and we need to be celebrated. What's wrong with that? 
<laughs> so my thoughts on being a spiritual mom was wrapped up in being a Jehovah's Witness. Okay, because everything that I was doing was supposedly showing that I was a spiritual person. But let me be honest with you. Let me be absolutely honest with you. I still really did not have a connection with God, even though I was a Jehovah's Witness. I didn't have a connection with God. Not the way that I have a connection today. Okay, that doesn't mean that I didn't pray. That doesn't mean that I um, didn't look to God for guidance, you know. It's just that the dogma and the things that I was, that weighed upon me when it came to the doctrine of Jehovah's Witnesses, that really hampered me having a relationship with the divine. It really, really did. So I didn't really have there wasn't really a way I felt that I could be a spiritual person. But there are some things that I knew instinctively that I wanted for my children. And I taught my children to be loving and kind and accepting to everyone. I taught my children that we're all human and that we are all, all of us, should be respected. I taught my children that. I also taught them that when someone gets disfellowshipped or is placed in a position where they have to leave the organization, I taught them not to turn their back on them. I taught my children that. And that was the way I spiritually, in my own way, was able to be a spiritual mom to my kids on top of doing all that other stuff because I felt it was important to give them some awesome, some auxiliary tools to help them in life if they decided that they didn't want to be a Jehovah's Witness, which is against, <laughs> which is against the JW religion period. Okay, you don't provide your children with tools to survive out here outside of the religion because that's counter to what they want you to do. Because if your children decide they don't want to be a Jehovah's Witness, then you as a parent are supposed to turn your back on them. That wasn't going to be my story. So I wanted to make sure that my kids had certain working tools to be able to survive out here in this world. And when I began to leave the religion and forge my own path as a spiritual woman, what I began to do is to practice unconditional love. And I let my children see that. I wanted them to know that, yes, I told you when I was a Jehovah's Witness that I loved you unconditionally. But now let me put that into practice. Let me show you that even though I'm not a Jehovah's Witness anymore and I rejected it, I still love you unconditionally, regardless of the path, the positive path that you may take or where your journey in this life may take you, always know 
that your mother loves you unconditionally. That is the hallmark of a spiritual mom. It's not doing, doing, doing. Okay? As a lot of religions have you set up a program to do. It's really, being a spiritual mom is really all about sharing unconditional love with your children and showing them how to have unconditional love for the divine's children as well. That's something that religion leaves out. Religion likes to talk to you about, you know, practicing unconditional love, um, being a friend, a friend in need, or a friend indeed. You know, religious love to talk that talk, but rarely do you find someone in that religion who truly is dedicated to that. To be dedicated to being a person who loves unconditionally and unwavered, unwavering is not something that is applicable to today's religion, to today's religious systems. It's just not. Okay, many religions today, they love you conditionally. Your love has conditions. If you are a Jehovah's Witness and you are a Jehovah's Witness mom, you love conditionally. You love your children conditionally. Okay, because once they decide to step outside of being a Jehovah's Witness, then you are taught to cut that love off. And see, that's not the type of spiritual woman. That's not who I wanted to be. I didn't want to be that woman. I didn't want to be the woman that turned my back on my children because I'm teaching them a, a lesson about turning their back on a religion. Okay? Now, Jehovah's Witnesses and every other religion would say, well, they're turning their backs on God. No. God is not housed in a religion. Let's note that. I'm turning my back or I'm leaving a religious doctrine that you as an organization want to tie as a link to God. But I believe that I don't need a religious organization to be a ladder to my spirituality and my spiritual welfare and well-being as a spirit being of God. Aha! So if you're going to be a spiritual mom, the first thing you need to do, or you should be doing, is practicing unconditional love and teaching your children the concept of unconditional love. Teaching your children the concept of grace and mercy and kindness and compassion teaching your children to have a healthy respect for life, have a healthy regard for animals, for nature. Showing your children how to respect to respect their vessels, their God-given vessels, by fulfilling their purpose and living with intent. That's how you're being a spiritual mother. So today, I talk to my children about intent. I support their goals. If they have a goal that they're setting 
and that they're trying to reach, I am supportive and I am encouraging them. I try to feed my children's souls. How do you do that? Whatever it is that your children, young or, or mature adults, whatever they are going through, whatever it is that they want to accomplish in their life, whatever situation they may be, they may be going through in life, your job, my job as a spiritual mother is to support them, encourage them, give them guidance, offer it. Well, now I don't want to, I don't, I don't even want to say offer advice. When they come to me for advice, I offer the best advice that I have to give. And I also remind them to live their purpose, to live with intent. And when I see my children walking in their purpose and walking with intent, and using their intuition or their third eye to move about in their world, I applaud that. That's what we do as spiritual moms. And if I have children who are who want to profess a religion, I support that. I support that 1,000%. If they decide to pursue uh, the road or the path of being a Jehovah's Witness, I support that. And in supporting that, I also show them what unconditional love looks like because I know what conditional love looks like. And I also let them know I don't care what religion that you practice. I'm going to always be your mom. And I'm going to always love you and encourage you and support you. That's what being a spiritual mom is. Also, part of my path of being a spiritual mom and a spiritual healer is that I give my children the tools that they need to be spiritual healers as well. I talk to my kids about the importance of crystals and what they mean in my life and what it means in their life. I show them how to sage. I show them the importance of health, wellness, mental wellness, well-being. I talk to them about the different foods that they eat and how to remain healthy. I also talk to them about their ancestors. I talk to them and give them knowledge about their people, where they come from, and why their gifts are so important, and advice on how to channel their gifts. That's what being a spiritual mom is all about. That's the hallmark of being a spiritual mom. It's not about reading a studying a magazine that's, 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 that's put together for you with somebody else's own ideas and opinions and interpretations of a holy book and knowing how to raise your hand to give a comment that comes straight from, you know, something or someone else's mind and trying to indoctrinate my kids and brainwash them to think a certain way to practice something that's called unconditional love when in definition truly is conditional love that's not how you raise spiritual children to raise spiritual children you're asking them or showing them how to be unconditional and intentional in their love
how to be intuitive, how to follow that gut feeling, how to open and cleanse their third eye. How to present themselves to the world as respectful, divine, guided human beings in every walk or in every part of their journey. Every person that my sons or my daughters come in contact with, I guarantee you that if they were to meet me or their father, guess what they would say? They would have a lot of positive things to say about my kids. And the number one thing that they would say about my kids, that my kids are respectful, that they are loving, that they are kind, that they are compassionate. And that they are intention-driven people. All of them. But that's how I raised them to be. That's how their dad raised them to be. Some are in the religion. Some are not. But they are all the same. So when I think about this Mother's Day, I think about that. I think about what a gift the universe has granted me in helping to create and develop human beings that are a source of pride for me, that are a source, are a gift to the world in which they inhabit. That's what being a spiritual mom means to me. And that's what being walk this journey of being a spiritual mother, that's what that means to me. And I hope it means the same thing to you. Thank you so much and happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Spiritual Musings of a Brown Girl. I hope that you were uplifted and encouraged. I hope I gave you some tools and some things to think about. I just want you to continue to have a wonderful day and have a wonderful, wonderful and happy Mother's Day. I'll see you next week on the Spiritual Musings of a Brown Girl.